Hi folks, welcome to season five of Shine Time Radio, a weekly unedited podcast exploring all things tarot and coaching with some wonderful chit chats and life musings thrown in. I'm Jenny Robertson, the tarot reader, coach and space holder behind Shine Time Coaching. I'm a Rainer Institute trained coach, a heart-centered reader, and lifelong learner, your trail buddy and introverted cheerleader. This space is for the dreamers, triers, and magic makers looking for a more intuitive, gentle, and supportive way back to themselves. Welcome. Um, So today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the Pisces season, but more specifically coaching with the tarot and the tarot that associated with Pisces season. Just to start off that I am not an astrologer. Um, I'm taking the generalized themes um, and connections of, that have been made previously by other people um, and that are often commonly known with people who work with tarot and, um, and astrology. But these are very uh, general connections. And of course, we're always welcome to make our own informed connections when it comes to the seasons and the tarot. Um, And of course, everybody's birth chart is going to be wildly different from each other. So that means how we um, respond to and how we feel into each season is going to be different for everybody. But I'm here to talk about the tarot that is generally associated with um, the this season with each of the seasons but to this time this entering into Pisces season so Pisces season runs from and generally from February 19th until March 20th um and we've got three cards that we're going to look at today and look how they interact with each other as well today which is the moon card and and the hanged being excuse me hanged being and uh also the Knight of Cups. So those are the three energies we're going to look at uh, for this coming season. So as I record this, I uh, am currently, and I live in Scotland, so I um, associate with the Northern Hemisphere and the seasons of the Northern Hemisphere. So I'll be speaking to those. There are tons of astrologers and people that do work tarot and astrology uh, in the Southern Hemisphere. So if that's something you prefer to listen to, of course, you can go find someone who does that. Um, But I will be talking specifically about Northern Hemisphere um seasons and we are in February we're mid-February it's a one of those funny times where we're in Scotland in particular I know there's parts of northern hemisphere that aren't feeling this at all but in Scotland we're starting to notice an increase of temperature everyone's noticing a little bit maybe of increase of light depending where you are and we're starting to notice things like snowdrops and stuff coming up and there's a little bit of greenery starting to poke through and obviously that sort of gives us the feeling that maybe perhaps spring is on the way um however we know that things can change <laughs> we can go back into winter weather at any point um it could snow the temperature could drop we know that it's not it's a tenuous thing right we're in this weird in-between space um and pisces season with the tarot associated with pisces season the tarot for this season can have a similar feel so we're kind of in that holding our breath, waiting um, in between space of winter and spring, where things are sort of still unpredictable and things are still possible in terms of we could have a lovely warm day, then we could have a really cold, um, frosty day, or we could, like I said, 
could possibly snow. So that is the general feeling as well. There's a similar link to that with the tarot. So when we're talking about the tarot at this point, and we're talking about the moon, which is associated, often associated with um, Pisces, um, this is a very, there's a lot of water around the moon in this card. There's a lot of, um, it's a murky, can be a murky, uh, dark, unknown, uncertain card. Like, look, a lot of people do not like working with this card. <laughs> And I understand why it's actually my year this year. I'm in my moon card year. So based on numerology. So um, this is something I'm kind of uh, wrestling with, working with, trying to understand and support myself through. It is can be a really tough energy. So the moon has that sort of like everything looks strange, right? What we think about moonlight um, being you know, it, it depending on the time of the month, it can be quite clear and bright and or there could be no light at all. Um, we know that the moon is a reflector and it reflects the sun, sun's light to earth. So there is definitely that feeling of this being a real opportunity for reflection, but not necessarily clear answers. There's not a lot of clarity necessarily in this energy of this card. So what we get, what we find is that we're having to figure out what our relationship is to uncertainty and to unknowns. We have to figure out um, how do we get activated in our body during times like this? How do we support ourselves during, and keep ourselves grounded during times like this? Can we trust ourselves during uncertain and unknown times? How do we develop that self-trust that we can you know, wander around <laughs> and trying to figure out where we are and trying to figure out where we're going um, and still stay open, which is a big one, still staying open to possibility. Because when we're not, when uncertainty can actually be a perfect opportunity for self-discovery, for new pathways, for new ways of, new perspectives, new ways of doing things, going down paths we never even would have considered before. Um, it can bring up a lot for us. It can reflect a lot about ourselves back to ourselves right so how do we how do we behave react um and what is our relationship to that uncertainty you know and how do we develop ways to support ourselves ground ourselves but also like i mentioned stay open to what's available right what's available what treasure might be what we find in these kind of un murky unknown unchartered depths of ourselves right there's a real emotional because it's water there's a real connection to like the cup suit and um, being connecting to our emotional depths and to our, um, you know, our internal landscape. So there's an element of that as well. So connecting to ourselves that way is really important. And then you've got the hanged being. Uh, this is generally uh, associated for a lot of people to uh, Neptune and Neptune um, rules um, Pisces. So this is another card, right? A bit can be a bit sticky, contracting for a lot of people. Um, we're being asked to surrender. We're being asked to suspend action, but also knowing that not acting is a choice and it's like an active surrender so there's an element here of like there's some kind of work and there's some kind of something for us that still needs a little bit of completion around before we can fully release something 
So if we're talking about that um, during unknown times, it can be really a real struggle, right? The two cards could be quite a struggle together. And then we've got our Knight of Cups, which is kind of like a reprieve. <laughs> this is a lovely support for these two cards that can be quite challenging for a lot of people. Um, and, you know, the Knight of Cups is as a guide. So knights are always to do with um, movement because they're on the horseback. Um, this type of movement is um, being intentional and being mindful of the quality of our movement at this time. So, you know, what we, this makes so much sense to me in terms of, you know, if we're navigating unknown, uncertain times and we're surrendering to that, allowing ourselves to surrender to that process of navigating un, sort of unchartered, um, uncertain times and pathways and explorations, then we need to be very mindful of how we're moving and we need to be very mindful of the quality of our movement so that we feel supported, our nervous system feels like it's being well taken care of and tended to. Um, and those are all really, really important things to be doing at this time. So some of the themes that we might feel pulled to explore for ourselves during this time will be things like um, connecting to our inner knowing, um, perhaps shadow work uh, is a wonderful time for this. So connecting to the parts of ourselves that sometimes we keep hidden away, um, reconnecting to ourselves, um, to the parts of ourselves that sometimes we don't feel comfortable with. Um, and then that being said, it's probably really important as well to make sure that we're connecting to um, our relationship to discomfort and knowing that actually we are more than capable of dealing with discomfort um, in a for discomfort that are like the healing kinds of discomfort, <laughs> the growth kinds of discomfort, the expansion kinds of discomfort, you know, um, and that sometimes when we're meeting ourselves and the parts of ourselves we often or have in the past kept quite hidden um, or we've shied away from exploring, it, can, it brings up a lot, right? And it can be very uncomfortable. And also we have to find ways to be with that discomfort in order to do that exploration. So that's really important as well. Um, it's really important to connect with our inner knowing. There's an element of connecting with, um, you know, making sure that we feel deeply connected to ourselves and that we are nurturing how, you know, ways to, to trust ourselves. So, you know, showing up for ourselves and doing, keeping promises to ourselves, those kind of things. Um, it's also really important for us to, do the things we can do, the supports that we can do to keep ourselves open. Because it was so common, it's so common, and I do this all the time, that when discomfort shows up, when uncertainty shows up, when unknowns show up, I'm like, kink, like, close it down, close, shut it down. So I can be quite, it's like that crab shell, like, think, close it down. And I think we can really miss opportunities if we shut ourselves down like that out of a, a totally valid self-protection way. But actually, if we can keep ourselves a wee bit open, um, by nurturing ourselves, by caring for ourselves and tending to our nervous systems at this time, if we can keep that wee bit open, then we're better able to be available to what comes up. So new pathways, new opportunities, um, you know, seeing things from a different perspective, exploring things in a totally different way, going down paths we never would have considered before, um, you know, working with people or healing modalities or, um, you know, 
exploring in a totally different way that maybe we wouldn't have discounted before. So there's opportunities here. There's definitely opportunities here for that kind of thing. Um, definitely opportunities for some self-trust building. <laughs> oh, and patience. Oh my gosh. You know, especially with that hanged being energy um, and having to surrender and suspend. It's, there's a lot of patience required for that, right? So how do, what's our relationship to that? Um, what's our relationship in that sort of surrender? How, how are we dealing with our feelings? You know, what, how, it's that sort of feel, deal, heal thing. Like we have to feel the things, we have to deal with the things so we, that we can heal the things. And a lot of those things can come up when we're being confronted with discomfort. So really interesting to keep that in mind as well. Um, and making sure that we are really engaging with our healing, grounding ways of moving and being um, and supporting ourselves with that as well. Just one more thing to note as well before um, we finish this one up for this week is that if, because it's all connected, that if we are, whatever you were starting in Aquarius season, you know, if we're thinking about Aquarius being actually an air sign and that it's sort of the container around, you know, the, the water, and this is the water, now we're in the water, those things, those things that you felt really pulled that were very healing for you in last the last month, if you were doing that kind of work last month and you were finding things that felt really soothing, nourishing, grounding, those are the things you want to keep this month to keep you going, um, to help keep you stay open, to help allow you to be open to different possibilities and different sort of travels through this sort of unknown time, to just to help you soothe your nervous system when you're feeling that um, contraction discomfort you know so the stuff that you were doing last month keep carrying that forward for this month as well and if this is something that interests you then please uh, feel free to have a look around the membership area and see if this is something maybe you'd like to join us for in the membership area there's actually more of this there's some coaching considerations and a little bit more about my own personal experiences um, with Pisces season and uh, the ways that I'm supporting myself as well. So that's a wonderful way um, for you to engage with this more of this kind of work if you are interested in that. Um, and you can find that over on the website. And there's also a link in this um, episode as well. So thank you for joining me and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me here in this space. You can find out more about the work I do over on the website, which is shinetimecoaching.com as well as over on Instagram at shinetime underscore coaching. If you enjoyed the podcast today, it would mean an awful lot to this human if you would consider leaving a weed review on your podcast listening platform of choice. I hope your month is full of what you want and even more of what you need. Until next month, take care, lovelies.